Welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage podcast. Each weekday, we meet you right where you are. And today, we have a special conversation for you. Listen in and be empowered by the hope Jesus gives. Welcome, friends. It's good to be with you for another conversation today about our book, Empowered. I'm Grace Pichot, and these are my friends and co-authors, Mary Carver and Annie E. Rendell. Hey, Grace. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Oh, we are so excited to be here to talk about Empowered, More of Him for All of You, which is now available. Oh, my gosh. Yay! Look at it. Uh, it's so beautiful. I'm obsessed. It really is. It is so I want, pretty. I want all of my notebooks and like everything that I have to look like this. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this is a brand new book, unlike any other book that Encourage has ever published. So have you ever felt powerless or wondered why you go girl kind of statements don't have a lasting effect on your soul? Or have you felt like you're both too much and not enough all at once? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Us too. Us too. And we really felt like there must be more to being empowered than all of those believe in yourself and you can do anything statements that we see and hear everywhere. Because yeah, our empowerment doesn't come from ourselves. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It's God Amen. who empowers us, not a self-help book. Right. Which um, this is, is not <laughs> a self-help <laughs> book. If that's what you're looking for, this is not the book for you. But mm-hmm. if you are looking for a um, real, honest, story-filled book that brings in the five major components of our being, uh, then, then this is the book for you. So we've written 60, well, we brought together 60 scripture passages and wrote devotions. And each one invites you to see from a different angle, how God empowers us. And then yeah. each of those 60 pieces ends with prayer and reflection questions to really deepen your learning. And it's now available wherever books are sold. We're so excited. You can get all the details about Empowered, and you can also sign up to get five free excerpts from it uh, at encourage.me slash empowered book. One thing I love about this book is that it really uh, takes, takes in the whole of our being right? We talk about these different categories because God really does care about each one of those. And, um, and so today we're going to be talking about, um, the emotional category and a lot of, first of all, um, I I think Anna, you wrote this devotion, but it was like empowered to feel all our feelings. And (laughs) I hope you all know that we are, we can, we've been made with emotions where we are human and therefore we are going to feel, even if you're Maybe you don't claim that you're an emotional person. Um, that's part of being human. And um, and God felt those two in Jesus. And I, I love that about him, that he understood um, what it felt like to be angry, what it felt like to grieve, what it felt like to enjoy and find joy in friendship and um I, I even think like he found joy in feeding others. Like I find a lot of joy in that. And he got to do that when he fed the 5,000. 
Um, but today, I, th- I think a, a lot of us have gone through so, um, I mean, a lot of us have hard lives in general. Um, but globally, we've been experiencing a lot of hardship. Um, and some others, uh, you know, some maybe more than others, mm-hmm. of a lot of grief these last two years um, and then some. And personally, in my life, we have, um, you know, we've grieved the death of grandparents in the last two years. And, um, and I was thinking about, you know, there's the grief of that, the moment when they pass. And this last year, I realized there's a different grief. And, and these are, these were not my grandparents um, by blood. They were my, my husband's grandparents. Mm. And yet it, my body as their anniversary, their death anniversaries came up, Mm. it, it brought up a different kind of grief Mm. of, um, so, so one time, you know, I, I always felt so strange. I, and I still feel, I don't know. I feel strange about grieving someone who was not my blood family that I only knew, you know, in the last, um, 15 or so years um, that I've dated and, you know, married my husband, but, um, or been married to my husband. And so there was this week where I just felt like we miss them. Mm -hmm. We, we miss going to their house. We miss, I'm probably going to cry. Um, we miss seeing them. We miss, um, we, I think we miss like witnessing their lives. Mm -hmm. We miss, you know, witnessing their presence in our family's, um, lives. And so Anyway, that week, uh, I, I, I said, like, let's go visit their grave and um, let's also go eat at the cafe that they would always want to meet us at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we happened to sit at their booth. And oh. I mean, it's just it's just like a regular old diner, um, but they would go there every morning mm-hmm. to eat breakfast. And when they got too ill to go out, then they would get takeout from that place. And um, and it was you know, we, we've talked about like being known and it, like, even we didn't know their orders, but the people at the counter knew their order and (laughs) remembering all of that and all their preferences and how grandma took her coffee. And, um, anyway, that kind of grief that we have, um, is different when it's an anniversary of a death and, Um, but that God, I, I, I think I had to come to this place as we sat, you know, we ate lunch there and then we went to the cemetery and I sat, I asked the kids, you know, what do we, what do you miss about them? Mm-hmm. Or what would you say to them mm-hmm. if we, if you could tell them something right now? Um, and it was, and they said, you know, we wish we could tell them, you know, we miss you and we love you, you know? Um, and we've made it a point to talk to our kids about, about death and about grief because we've faced so much of that in the last two years, mm-hmm. um, both in our personal lives, but also, you know, in our church community, um, globally, nationally, um, just so much has been experienced and, and recognizing like, how does God come into this place? How does he hold us in these places? And, and the idea of he creates space for us to grieve. Mm. for us to be angry at the fact that this happened or, mm. um, and, it, and, it, you know, they were older, you know, we can say like, you know, they lived a good life. I think a lot of people try to 
comfort others by saying like, you know, they lived full lives. They lived, you know, and I, I thought it's still sad. Like it doesn't matter how full of life or how long they live Mm -hmm. when they're not here with us anymore. It's still sad and we can grieve and God makes space for that and allows us to come to uh, allows us to just be Mm -hmm. like, we can be sad that someone is gone and we can we can repeat our, our, our grief can, we can let grief have its way mm-hmm. in our bodies and in our lives because it's very real. And it's part of, um, it's part of this world. Um, he experienced, and I, and I think of like, Jesus, how did you experience grief in your life while you were here? Mm-hmm. Um, and he experienced it in so many ways in betrayal in actual, you know, a friend's death, like, even though he experienced the res, like he created the resurrection, let's say of Lazarus, like even though he made that happen, he still grieved mm-hmm. what happened to him and also how it would happen to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that holding that grief and allow and letting just, I can be emotional, be sad, be angry that, People are losing loved ones to various, you know, whether it's to violence, whether it's to sickness, uh, whether it's just good old, um, you know, a ripe age. God cares about our losses and he cares about our loved ones. And he cares that, um, yeah, he wants to hold space for us. And he does hold space for us. And so um, that, I think that has allowed me to um, just give grief its proper space Mm -hmm. um, in my life. And it has helped me hold others in their grief. Um, I'm I'm wondering like how that has been for you guys. I mean, I'm sure you've gone through your own um, spaces of grief and seasons of grief. And I'm wondering how you guys have seen God in it, um, how God has allowed you to be fully emotional <laughs> in whether it's grief or, you know, in, in whatever way that that means to you. Yeah, I would love to hear, too, about how God has created space for you. I love what you said, Grace, when you said God cares about our losses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because earlier when you were telling us about losing your husband's grandparents, you said that you feel bad, <laughs> feeling sad about yeah. someone that you were not related to by blood. And before you even said it, I thought of Jesus and Lazarus because not only was Jesus not related to Lazarus by blood, like they were not actual right. family, but he knew that Lazarus was going to be <laughs> back among the living in just a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But he cares about our losses. And that is so Mm. true. This is on a totally different end of the spectrum. But the other day I found myself crying in my car because my oldest daughter quit guitar lessons. (laughs) Yeah. And I wasn't, I had been irritated and I had been, you know, frustrated and kind of mad um, and just disappointed and kind of got over all those things. But then I realized like, 
I actually have some, some, some real grief over this because it's a loss of honestly, and gosh, what mother, what parent wants to admit this, but I was trying to live through her vicariously, Uh I suppose, you know, it's a loss (laughs) of who I always wanted to be. I always wanted to learn how to play the the guitar and it's a loss of who I thought she could be Mm -hmm. separate from me, Mm -hmm. um, just as her own person. And it's a loss of possibility. And it's also, it's such a small thing, Mm -hmm. but in that moment, I realized like, it's okay if I cry over this for just a couple of minutes, because mm-hmm. it is a loss. And like right. you said, Grace, you know, God cares about our losses. Mm-hmm. He does big or, or small. Like they yeah. all matter to him because yeah. they matter to us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we matter to him. That's what exactly. it's down to. We matter to him. And mm-hmm. yes, I love that. That example of Lazarus, you guys both pointed out that Jesus, he knew. And yet <laughs> he wept too. And I, I love that, that, that makes that space, um, that it can be the loss of a big thing or a little thing. And even if we know what's coming, which usually yeah. we don't, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that we can look at that. And I think about, um, the time when times when people have loved me through loss, um, mm-hmm. in big and small ways, you know, I think about, I've had two miscarriages and thinking about ways, both big and small that people walked with me in that pain. I mean, one of my favorite examples that, that I carried with me, and this was gosh, I mean, they were both more than 10 years ago. Um, but I'll never forget. I mean, there was a, um, there, there was one loss on either side of my oldest. So Mm -hmm. when I had my, my toddler with me, we were in a mops group and, um, and I, you know, shared with them what we had just gone through another loss and, and we're at a bowling alley. <laughs> it's like a, like a mom's night out, you know? <laughs> and, um, and it, it, just in the sharing over apps and drinks as we're bowling, you know, um, of other people's stories and that the, the sadness is real. And sometimes no matter what it is, miscarriage or something small or something big, you feel silly or mm-hmm. like you shouldn't yeah. be grieving, you know, like you were yeah. mentioning grace and, yeah. and it's just not true, which, which we of course know, and it's good to hear. So I remember a friend of mine um, from that group after talking at the bowling alley, <laughs> a couple days later gave me a card and it had a, um, a gift card in it for like five bucks uh, to my favorite coffee shop. And she was like, I didn't know what to do, but I thought maybe you could at least get a cup of coffee. And I I was like, I mean, that make the space, make the space, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, of all the things we don't do generally taking care of ourselves is way down there. And especially Mm -hmm. when we're in grief or experiencing a big emotion of, of, I mean, there's lots of emotions you could feel really big. Yeah. And um, so she gave me the gift of that, you know, drive through <laughs> and yeah. um, of something normal on a day that probably yeah. didn't feel yeah. good. Yeah. And so I think about, about God meeting me um, with people, you know, in those, mm-hmm. some yeah. of those instances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I was also thinking how sometimes we, um, you know, like we demonize emotions, oh, right? right? Like right. where it's like our enemy, we shouldn't like what you were saying, even, even trying to minimize our feelings of whether that's grief or even joy sometimes joy. Right? Like we don't feel yes. like yes. we can fully be joyful if everyone around us is having a hard time. And we, we get that, that might feel uncomfortable or it really does feel uncomfortable um, to find joy when others um, yeah. are going through hard times. And I realized that, that, or I'm learning to say, you know, this isn't my enemy, mm-hmm. you know, grief isn't my enemy or, or mm-hmm. anger isn't my enemy or joy isn't my enemy as weird and ironic as that sounds, but <laughs> no that they are one part of me. But if I see them more like companions mm-hmm. on this road or journey of life, then I can, like, we can coexist together, right? Like when grief comes up, yeah. I don't need to slam the door on it and say like, get away from me because I either don't have time for it or I don't want to feel it, but I could say, okay, I'm paying attention Mm -hmm. to what is happening in my body, in my mind, in my soul. And I'm, um, I'm creating space for that to just be uh, because God is wanting to meet me there. Mm -hmm. And so our emotions don't need to be our enemies. They could be signals and they are signals for us to pay attention to uh, what we're going through, um, and also what is God, uh, what is God trying to either say to us in this moment or show us about Himself that you know, one He cares, but also He's with us in those places. Those emotions don't make Him absent from us. Whether you know, like I think when we're angry, it feels very ungodly or something like mm-hmm. that. But that even there, God is with us. He's not absent um, because we're feeling emotional. So um, I love how you shared like how others can be with us and how God can be with us. And all of it is creating space and seeing our emotions as valid parts of us Yeah, because we're human. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I've had to learn over the last couple of years to say out loud. I'm not going to apologize for having feelings. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. And while I might be saying that to someone who is uncomfortable with feelings, uncomfortable with emotions, I'm also reminding myself mm-hmm. yeah. that I don't have to apologize for having feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't have to apologize for feeling sad or disappointed or angry. I don't, mm-hmm. you don't, right. we don't. Yeah. And Jesus didn't, I mean, right? he, he felt all these feelings and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And he didn't apologize for them. Mm-hmm. Even when he was throwing shade and throwing tables, he didn't <laughs> apologize, you know, <laughs> there was a, there was a righteousness to those feelings and, and right. I think we can have ours too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So glad. So <laughs> thankful for that example. Thanks. Yeah. Grace. Well, thanks both of you. <laughs> Mary, would you, would you pray for us and absolutely hold us in prayer? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, heavenly father. Thank you for sending your son, sending this example, this model of what it is to be fully human and also fully focused on you. Thank you for sending him to have, he was a man who had friends, family, and feelings. Thank you for scriptures, for the stories and experiences that 
give us glimpses into Jesus's heart and therefore into yours. And please God help us lean deeply into you as we walk through joy, anger, grief, sadness, all, all the emotions that you have created for us. Thank you, God. We love you. Amen. 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 All right, friends. Well, uh, this concludes our crying with Mary Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Really. Thank you for joining us. We, we obviously feel deeply about, um, feelings, feelings, (laughs) all of these categories that we have dumped into empowered. We will be back next week with one more conversation about empowered that we really hope you'll join us for. You can, as of now, pick up your copy of empowered from any bookseller. And then, um, if you can't wait to get to the store or get your copy, come on over to encourage.me slash empowered book and sign up for your five free excerpts from empowered. We'll mail those, email those out to you right away. We really can't wait to hear what you um, connect with in this book. And we hope that you'll share with us on social. We are at encourage everywhere. That's encourage with an I. You can, of course, read our daily articles at encourage.me and subscribe to our podcast. Download those episodes on your favorite player. See you next week. Bye. 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 The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com 